begun. The war has. I think you all know I'm a big believer in console generations. Yeah, I mean, gamers love great games. Maybe you'll be sending us a video of your ears and your head, and we'll make a 3D model of them. Transformative gaming experiences to all gamers across the globe. Ultra HD Blu-ray and a brand new controller with haptics and adaptive trigger buttons. Gamers having great access to the content from the creators they love on the devices they own. Fluid motion. Expansive worlds. Sampler feedback streaming. 10.3 teraflops. 120 frames per second. The future of games. And here we go. Hello. Well, hi, Maddie. Hi. Hi there. Hi. It's been... A long time. Yeah. Three well, months. Last time we spoke, yes, three months. Last time we spoke, we were exclusively speaking about Halo and how that game was going to forever take over our lives and that we wouldn't be playing anything else for the rest of the year, essentially. Um, how much longer after that recording did you continue to play Halo? About a day. Maybe yeah, a week. Yeah, a couple weeks for me. Maybe a week. Yeah. It turns <laughs> out they just stop, um, you know adding updates to that game and they still haven't released the extra map yet it's coming in may and it's only one map but anyway pretty disappointing but you tricked me into getting a series x and now i'm stuck with it so yeah i guess we'll just go on from there um i've completely left my series x in the dust and have been playing you know, the other two consoles, my, my, my PS5 and my Switch. And I think most of the what we're going to talk about today is the fact that you've gotten full into Nintendo. Yeah. You've gone, you've gone full Nintendo mode. It, what, it, You're ta we're talking Luigi. <laughs> we're talking Kirby. We're talking Yoshi. Um, I think that's all of Pikmin, them. Pikmin, man. But, uh, no, no, I didn't play Pikmin. I've never played Pikmin, but we'll talk about that. So we'll get we'll we'll be mostly talking about Nintendo today. Our podcast numbers are gonna quadruple. Yeah. Knowing those diehard fans and how much they follow all things Nintendo. Um But first I'll talk about the other couple things I've been playing, and then you you've played one of them at least. Uh the first thing is a little game called Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> you might have heard of it. Um so yeah, I've been playing it. I'm still pretty early on. I'm like, maybe like I put maybe five hours into it. It seems really good. It's hard to have a, like a, a firm first impression because it's five hours in of a hundred hour experience or whatever, but mm. it seems really good. I'm a little bit anxious a bit about being completely untethered in that game. And it's like, Oh, you should go here, but you could go there and you could do whatever you want. And like, that's just way too much to think about with my small brain. Mm. But I'm enjoying it. How how far did you get into it, Maddie? How far did I get into it? Well, first of all, the fact that I bought it is like a big thing because I don't really like those games. Um, Soulsborns, Soulsborne Kiros. But I, I got I kind of like the FOMO hit me too much. I think that the '97 Metacritic was a surprise to me. Got to be honest, or was it like '96 in the end? Yeah, 
It's like, like coronation. A, it's like game of the gen type stuff. Yeah, and anytime anything gets that number, even if you're like extremely cynical about the game and media, you kind of just have to take notice and think maybe I should play this. But and also it was fifty quid and not um, sixty or seventy, which in my brain kind of like a huge difference. <laughs> so I think I played like. I don't know, man. Twenty-five to thirty hours or something. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And it's been uh, kind of a mixed experience for me, but oh shit, kind of wildly um, oscillating between this is incredibly engaging and 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 so tense and fun, and then just aimless shite <laughs> and and. There's two things going on with this game. There's the a lot of people are coming in um to the series for like the first time because it's like open world and it's got uh what's his name? The the Game of Thrones fella involved. And just like, you know, oh, it's George it ha- R. R. Martin. Yeah. And it had like uh just this kind of like huge momentum behind it. So a lot of people are coming in. And so you've got these like hardcore fans who are very experienced with it and they can sort of help. But in in the same sense, it's very different to the other games because the open world just completely, like, fundamentally alters the experience and the progression system and the feeling of getting more powerful. And yeah, th- so the thing that you touched on, like the aimless aspect of it, or at least like the lack of guidance, there is some guidance in it. But um, I guess for me, so this game doesn't have any scaling whatsoever. Like, yes. And that's like for me, like probably the most important design design uh, decision that they made. And it might be the case in the older ones, but in the older ones, like you could only go so far uh, out of the way before you would just ultimately hit a boss, and like that boss was the wall. Once you get kill that boss and you get ten thousand souls from it, the game then knows where you're at. So it's like, you know, there's yeah, like an awareness. Yeah. Yeah. In this game, it's it's got it's so Skyrim slash Breath of the Wild opening when you finally leave the fucking crypt and it's like, you know, it wants you to be awed by it, and I kind of was. It's pretty crazy, yeah. No, it's 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 huge, and like, it's even more so in the other games. Like all the like, the, these games are are always. Um... A lot of hidden things and nooks and crannies and it's like it rewards being weird and hardcore and things like that but this one in particular it's like oh you get to this other element of the level by or the the region by like jumping off a cliff because you read a note that says like jump or whatever and like or you keep hacking at a wall for an hour and the the, the wall breaks and it's just like there's so many things where it's like next level open world compared to the previous uh, entries and yeah, it was a little bit, I was a little bit taken aback. I've beaten Demon Souls. I've gotten most of the way through Bloodborne and I really enjoy them. In general, I don't think they're like, you know, because they're RPGs, I'm just like, there's a little bit of a, a buy-in for me that has to occur to really enjoy it. But it's just, yeah, the scale is insane. And it seems like it, it, it yeah, it has a twofold impact, which is number one, it has this exciting feeling of like, oh, anything is you could go around any corner and see something that is way too powerful for you that could kill you and knock you out in one blow and it's scary and it's intimidating and intense as a result 
But at the same time, it's also like a little frustrating when you're like, I don't know what I really should be doing at any given moment. And it's like liberating and frustrating for me as somebody that like has a struggle with those kind of completely non-linear experiences. But like you said, they do point you in the right direction, but they're very, very obviously trying to tell you, hey, you have to go roam around, level up, beat all these smaller bosses and dungeons and things like that before you actually fight this first boss is going to beat the shit out of you or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But it, yeah. I mean, it's a great game. Like they're all really good games. Like I can't, I can't really knock it. I, I'm really enjoying it. It's handsome. Like everything about it. It's very handsome, I'd say. And you know, you're playing something that's um, well-crafted and, 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 and deliberate and considered and stuff. I think for me, that feeling of, um, okay, so what, the way it kind of works structurally is you, you have that landmass and, and there might be like little dungeons and in the landmass that take like 15 minutes or something and they'll have a boss at the end. And then you have the genuine kind of legacy dungeons as they're called, which will be the castle that you first come across um, and that'll have a main boss and he'll get like a cutscene introduction. And you know you're on the main path when you're doing that stuff. Um, but proceed in that area um is all that landmass and and um all the little dungeons and enemies and critters roaming around now after like the first few skirmishes maybe like two or three hours in i was already just rolling like cunts all the time and and what where i kind of got with the game was if you were to go so if you were to go directly to the uh castle you'll just get crushed right yeah and there's a you, fucked up boss immediately yeah, yeah. you learn that that like i'm gonna get crushed okay so it wants me to explore and the thing for me is like how much do i explore now the the kind of romantic idea is that it's all organic you know oh, i i saw a mountain cliff and i i just wanted to go there and then i found this and found this armor and stuff and then i just naturally went back to the castle and I was ready. It just never worked like that for me. Like, I was always just kind of, I don't know, just flailing a little bit. Yeah, I have a hard time with that kind of stuff, too. Like, like I guess I did do that. Like, it did work, I guess, in Breath of the Wild for me, at least. That sort of, like, untethered feeling of, like, you can go anywhere. You don't even know what to do and this and this and that. Like, I'm just too hyper my mind is too hyperactive to enjoy that. I'm like, no, 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 no. I need to like look up, every, I'm going to go online and look up every dungeon in the area and just like check off those boxes. And then like when I'm like satisfied of the level I'm at, I'm going to go. So it's like, I, I sabotage my own sort of feeling of discovery and things like that when I play these types of games, which is my fault. It's just like my brain doesn't work quite like that. And I think I do prefer the sort of demon soul structure of like Mario level type things where like 1a 1b or like 1 1 1 2 1 3 and like you can do them mm. in order or out of order or whatever and mm. it's like that's challenging it doesn't get any less challenging you can like level up going into that but in general it's like it's still going to be pretty difficult or challenging versus like i've heard this game does ramp up extremely in the in the end where it's mm. like you do hit a wall and the difficulty just ramps up dramatically and you're kind of fucked until you like bash your head against it for a while which is like that is actually pretty interesting and also scary. Mm. But um, yeah, like I'm going to beat it. I'm going to play the whole game. Really? I don't want anyone thinking I'm soft. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for sure. And like, I do really enjoy the main 
you know the core mechanics of the of the the game i think that maybe because it's open world it feels a little less polished in terms of like oh i'm clipping through a wall or whatever that's always been present in the series but it feels like extremely present here but you know at the same time it's mostly really strong combat and Mm. um you know rewards patience and stuff like that but also exploration so i don't know i'm gonna do it you're gonna see like next time we talk in in six months i'll be uh at least halfway done um i'm kidding but yeah no i've been enjoying that and um i know this is like the most faint praise the game has gotten but it's it's good it's a great game and and if you're a souls born fan like i can see you being bowled over by more and more and more of it plus like i don't really see that the george george r martin influence no, they he just wrote a few paragraphs and they they cut up, they printed it off onto a sheet of A4, and then they cut up every <laughs> word, and then they they scrunched it all around on the floor, and then that was the law. It's so confusing. Like I, I'm sorry, I cannot take, I not cannot get into the world or lore of any of these games. It's like yeah. the evil dung eater. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's I... fucking gross. <laughs> I like the. It's visually cool. Like the enemy designs are really like a, a really great across the board. Like even compared to the previous ones, I think it's always been like a mishmash of like gothic and medieval plus animal and things like that. It's like oh, it's like a, it's a bird with a fucking sword on its feet or whatever. But sure, why not? Uh, I like the. Uh... This one's... Oh, sorry. No, go on. I was gonna say this one's weird in that it has a lot of just like animals too. Though. Yeah. <laughs> like turtles and like goats, but then like some of them do barrel rolls and shit like that. Like, oh, is... I like the um sincerity of all of the tone and, and everything. But that's probably as far as it goes. It's just not my bag. And I think I was watching when I came out, I was watching a Twitch stream um of some guy who was fighting is it Margaret or whatever? The guy who like puts like a a rocket dragon arm on it. He puts like a dragon's head on his arm or some shit. Like this is the thing also about these games <laughs> is that um it's so fucking like it gives the impression that it's like incredibly kinda like uh intellectual or some like aloof and intellectual, but then it's like in some respects so fucking anime and it really is. So fucking like just I don't know, like, adolescent, that's sick. Because when the guy ripped his arm off and then just put a fucking dragon's head on it and just started blowing fire at me. Um, But the point I was trying to make was I watched this guy die, like, 15 times to this dude. Now, so in my head, when I finally got to him, um, he was, like, really built up for me. But I'd over-leveled, and so I honestly just, like, flicked them away. (laughs) And I think what's... Probably my main takeaway from the game, like, again, with this lack of scaling is that I didn't intentionally cheese that, by the way. I just explored too much, ran around too much in the high-level areas, got too many smith and stones that were not really meant for me. I don't know if they were meant for me or not. I yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. Just running around, like, picking up, like, the, the glowing objects and shit. And then I could, I just ended up being able to level my sword to just, like, an insane sicko mode yeah for that castle bit like for that boss and then i just fucking rolled them and i was like this game isn't that hard because, <laughs> because it's not when i think of a hard game i think of something where like a nes game or i think of an arcade game where it's so rigid 
Um, yeah, you can well, o- you can only get better. Like you can only get better. Like you can't cheese anything. Like this is it. Well, I mean, that's always, so that's just always been my issue with RPGs in general. Like I think that's part of the thing that does not appeal to me. It's like, oh, I don't. I want to know the tail. Like I want to have a sort of tailored difficulty for me. And it's like you have to overcome this thing. Versus like, oh, I don't. I can't tell the balance of like, oh, this is the amount of leveling up where it's like very challenging, but not impossible or near impossible or whatever. You but know then what you you are playing with a guide then, where it's like you should go to the castle at level thirteen. Yeah, and the games that, you know, I did hope. Sometimes I just wish that when I hovered over the castle or any other dungeon, um, or main kind of like progression gate on the map, that it just gave me a number, man. Yeah, I know that's like, I know that's like Assassin's Creed, Far Cry shit, but (laughs) I just didn't know, and it ended up not being that satisfying, you know. Yeah, no, it can it can undermine it for sure if you're like way overpowered by the time you face like a challenging boss. But I think it de- apparently it does ramp up a lot towards the ends. So maybe if you weren't soft, you'd actually get to the end. And uh, yeah, I have dropped the know, game officially. I'm yeah, I'm not going back to it. I don't think not for a while. Yeah. Just got bored. Um. So yeah. And the, uh, anyway, but like you know, great game. I'm gonna beat it. I'm gonna rub it in Maddie's face. But um. The other game I played very briefly was MLB The Show. MLB. And Maddie all of a sudden got into baseball. um, Oh, yeah. Last year. What team did you end up picking to root for? It was the Mariners. I didn't realize how fucking... Just because Nintendo used to own them. (laughs) What? Nintendo used to own the Mariners. Do they still own 10%? I had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah, that's why they used to have like Ken Griffey Jr. baseball or whatever because he played for the Mariners. Um, uh, I didn't realize how absolutely dog shit they were. So yeah, they're um, and and also like the experience of watching a bad baseball team and a bad baseball match, yeah, and how like it's purgatory. So I didn't really follow them that much, but yeah, I was into baseball from that game because that game is fucking fun. The core mechanics are still great. The game has been, as someone who has played those games for decade plus, the game is, it's ruined. It's over. (laughs) Is it? Yeah. The the dream is over. It's like it got, it has been pulverized by microtransactions, microtransactions, in-game economy, cards. Everything is fucking cards now. (laughs) I can't stand it. It's like even when you're upgrading your player, it's like, oh, you can't upgrade it individually. You have to upgrade with like general like attributes and stamps and coin like i'm just like what the fuck is this this is sickening mm. i don't like it and like you know like as much as like yeah the core gameplay is still good it's like probably the strongest like core gameplay of any of the the major sports games but i just it's it makes me like embarrassed to play video games when i like go on it's like every time you log in there's like a fucking 60 second like process of having to close all these windows it's like now available bronze freaking um uh shoyatani card it's like okay cool like awesome it's like i'm not going to buy that i don't even know what that means but thank you (laughs) and it's like oh we can also upgrade your um this rare vladimir guerrero jr card for whatever points i'm like for limited time only and it's like Five thousand points marked down to four thousand points. I'm like, I don't know what this means. This is making me. It makes sick. me anxious, man. It's the, disgusting. 
It feels like I'm like bet three six five or something, or like like a spam ad that came up. It's like it's like invasive in a way that I just can't like stomach. So like I played a few rounds. I mean rounds. It's not like I fucking never watched the sport in my life. <laughs> I played a few games. Scored and, a like, few goals. Yeah, the swinging still is good and it's still challenging and it's like a good balance. But like fuck, man. Like gosh, I cannot. I can't do it. I can't stomach it. I feel. Yeah, I feel like sleazy playing it or something. It's very strange. Let's talk about some, like something pure. A pure gaming company that only cares about touching hearts and minds. Nintendo. Yeah. Matt, you've been playing your Switch pretty much exclusively recently. I have. You've said. I have. Yeah, I and have. After years of me defending Nintendo and getting your ire, saying they're shit, they've regressed, <laughs> they're greedy, um, the games are too easy. You're now playing fucking Kirby. <laughs> And Yoshi's Woolly, whatever, whatever it's called. Yoshi's um, Woolly. Um, let's let's go through it. What 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 yeah. have you been playing, yeah. Nintendo wise? So I played the demo for Kirby and thought it was dog shit. I don't <laughs> know, like how I ended up buying it. You, you just, I don't know, man. You just do That's like That's something you would have mercilessly mocked me for doing. Well, you want so game. you were interested. So when they so Kirby in the Forgotten World um, is Kirby's first th- fully three D outing. You know, you can move in like three dimensions and stuff. So when it was announced, you were quite excited for the potential of it. You know, and they I look good. And I was cynical, cynical. And then the de- demo came out, and I didn't know anything about the game, right? So I'd kind of imagined that the game would be. Uh, a bit like an Odyssey map where you can turn the camera 360 and um, there's just t- it's just tons of Kirby shit in it, you know? It's not like that at all. The, the camera's fixed. World. It's 3D world, yeah. So, when I played the demo, it's like, oh my god, I can't believe after all these stories about Hal, the, the developer for Kirby, having tons of these cancelled prototypes for a 3D care because they could just never figure it out, you know. What they finally decided on was this, which yeah. is so conservative and like it's just a template from Super Mario 3D Land, and then they graphed the Kirby onto it. Obviously, I'm being reductive, but I, that kind of it was like, oh my god, like it's so fucking just nothing. It's just nothing, <laughs> and that was how I felt about the demo. Before I move on to how I ended up buying the game, this is, doesn't line up yet. <laughs> how, did you like the demo? What did the you trailer looked like shit. The demo sucked. Anyway, I went to purchase it immediately. Um, <laughs> it's. I thought the demo was like fine. I played it with a friend, so I think it, it made it even easier than it actually was. Um, yeah, like I thought it looked charming. It's like it was cute. Um, it was just extremely easy. Which has always been like the rap on on Kirby games, right? So, I think there was just like a lack of interest for me to play like a really easy platformer because it's like, or whatever it is, yeah, platformer. But it's like, oh, one of my favorite genres, but very very easy. Like I'm just not interested. So 
I liked it. I had fun, but it was just mostly charming. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel like it'd be something I wanted to play for 10 hours, but if it turned out, it did like, I never really looked into it, but it got great reviews. And if it turns out it does ramp up in difficulty, I'd be interested, but uh, mm. so let me know uh, time to, well, I've beat the game. So <gasps> time to spill the beans on, uh, on what this game is, man. It's a absolute masterpiece. I'm joking. Um, Kirby, like, I don't really get it, and it might just be as simple as the for kids, but Mario's for kids, and that's yeah. fun as fuck. So yes, so it's kind of like my experience with the series was. I think that that first that NES game because the thing starts on Game Boy. That NES game is pretty sick. Like it looks amazing for a NES game. It sounds great. I'll probably never beat it, but like for like half an hour, I'm like, damn, this is fucking good. This is a good game. Yeah. Um, and then Kirby, the N64 one, which I got on Virtual Console, was like absolute shite. I thought <laughs> I was... kind of liked that as a kid, but like not a lot. It was just like it was pretty weak. It's Kirby and the Crystal Shards. I mean, Crystal Shards. It's so slow. Obviously, going back to it now, I mean, what N64 game holds up really though. Uh, and so I, I was kind of curious about whether as well also would that be my, my experience with the series I was kind of curious about whether this was it you know uh, although I didn't like the demo the first two levels of any Nintendo game were like sleep inducing so you know it's and I thought maybe yeah, it's, it's this is where ridiculous, maybe this is where the series is like found its purpose like it's you know it's, it's it's figured that out, you know? Um, and now I understand a little bit more what Kirby is. It's basically like, it's not really a platformer because you can float. There's something that always bothered me about Kirby. You can just basically yeah. float indefinitely. Um, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why is the yeah. platforms anywhere if you can just float? He sometimes runs out of breath. He basically sucks up. And then just like flies. But in some of them, you can just fly indefinitely. In this game, they like didn't know what to do with that. So, like in some levels, you can, you can't really get any height from it. And in other parts of the level, you can go really high. It's kind of like depending on where the geometry is, but like really inconsistent. Yeah. But anyway, this does have a little bit more of like a robust, uh, kind of purposeful level design. And, what it ends up becoming is a beat em up. <laughs> like, yeah, kind of. Like you won't die from any of the hazards, like ever. Cause you can it's just like you just do it's the It's like shit Ratchet and, and Clank, basically. Like Yeah, it's like, like something like that. It's so like that's a, a really good not really a like platformer, not really like an action game, sort of just like Yeah, it totally both. is that. Yeah. And that that's a really good shout because Ratchet and Clank has the that progression loop where you get more powerful guns. And in this you basically, like, you have the levels, the main campaigns, like, I don't know, six hours long or something. And then as you're progressing through the map, there's these little challenge things where they put to, they're focused around a single power-up. And it'll be, I don't know, a minute-long little level that's catered around that, like a challenge and stuff. And from that, you get a, something called a rare stone. And if you go back to the town, you can upgrade the powers with three rare stones. And the powers, I think... That you find, they get that you can upgrade them like three times, and you can upgrade, and they're upgraded in a non 
linear fashion. So um, as long as you find a blueprint and stuff, you choose when you're going to upgrade them. So and they can have kind of like significant differences, like the fire power up. You can like fucking fly and shit where when you power up to like the third level. And anyway, so it's got that kind of like I'm always progressing. Oh, what's the next power up going to look like, and how is it going to alter how I like just wreck these enemies who just fucking don't touch me, man. <laughs> and there's a kind of sort of cathartic aspect to it in that way and then later on in the game it 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 just becomes boss centric sort of like beat them up shit and i do I think the bosses that, are kind of fun yeah they're kind of fun and it ends in like a very anime you can like kill god spoilers well there's <laughs> like a god creature and and it ends in this kind of like uh like dragon ball z shit it becomes like a silhouette and you like send like a spirit bomb on him or something so you're saying that they're going to reboot it soon where it's like he has a son Kirby has a son and he's carrying his the mother's ashes up a hill yeah um, uh, um, but yeah so but is it like did you die the entire time you played yeah uh, maybe once or twice so so like sure. post game I died a couple times to the final boss Um, yeah there's, there's a kind of like so with the secrets, for example, like you go through and there's, you've got to find five, four or five of these waddle waddle d things, and they're you know the off the beaten path secret that you you know in Mario, which might be like the big star coin or the red coin or whatever, like the equivalent of that. In this game, it was just kind of like I always just fucking knew where I was. <laughs> like just, yeah, and it but it was still fun going through that process of it's probably in this corner. Oh yeah, we fucking go like you know. Um and I, I just enjoyed that man. I don't know, it's not that deep. It's really not that deep. No, it's but fun. I, like that's that's probably the niche of where Kirby should be, which is like an easy, fun game. Yeah. For uh, all ages. And then the post game becomes more about, you know, uh figuring out like the most efficient method of um dispatching the enemies and like the bosses and like boss there's like a tournament that you can like go. It's like Hitman. No, um, no, it's yeah. it sounds no, it sounds like fun. I, I I might give it a chance eventually. I think it's like um oops, uh like like you, I like I don't really know what Kirby like I think Kirby's popularity is a lot from like Smash Brothers and being cute. Mostly. Mm. Like I think that's what people know Kirby from. Like nowadays. It's like it's not like a lot of people are playing those, you know, random three DS eShop games or whatever and things like that. It's like there, there hasn't been a lot of proper Kirby games. So I was excited by this just because it felt like, ooh, this is like they're taking the franchise in a new direction. But like, and I guess it, they, they did, but um, I don't know. It yeah. seems like a good niche for, good place for Kirby to be. Yeah, like he, they did. He's, yeah. He's, he, he's cute. Like, you know. He's cute, man. He's cute. I think, uh, I don't know if I'd play another one. I feel like, bad for the dogs, like when you're killing those poor little dogs in the demo. I'm like, no. they weren't doing anything. There's a kind of satisfaction of of like, like the sword ability where you can sort you can like dash and then, again, like there's this anime thing where you know, like an anime character does like fifty thousand sword slashes, and they they're just like flashing, their body's like flashing in the yeah. air because they're so fast. Like Kirby does that, and those kind of um. 
little embellishments. Really, they are. I know I've said it, but like those embellishments lean completely towards the anime style. Like there is a yeah. there's a conscious nod to, towards this kind of like these tropes, especially with like that final boss. That's like this godlike alien creature. Well, K- Kirby seems like it should be for weebs, anyways. So. It's very weeby, yeah. It's very weeby. So yeah, I had a good time with it. I en- I enjoyed. I don't know. Fans of the genre. I don't know if I play another one just because I just it's so limiting, like the way they've structured it and yeah, and that yeah. I mean, like neither that. of us really lo- love three D world either, right? So it's like yeah, um, Kirby like, slow yeah. as fuck, man. Yeah, like, that's my biggest problem with the game. Like he's just so slow. It's that feeling yeah. of like. I know that I need to get there, and like, if only you just let me get there, man. Why his does he have to fuck legs? <laughs> Even but like, why can't I turn into the wheel Kirby from the the older two D ones where you just become a wheel? Like, I was wondering why he doesn't like blow up, like hold his breath and just turn into a ball more often. There was that <laughs> DS game where it's like he was a ball the entire <laughs> he was a ball the entire time, right? Like he just and that was like the one that became his curse or whatever. People love that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, it's but decent, um, it's decent. So I, I might so, get around to that. But one thing I did beat that you're playing is Luigi's Mansion Three. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't, does it have a subtitle? No. The second one did. I don't. Dark like that. Moon. That's the second one. Yeah. I like the second one a lot. Um, I haven't played it. Uh, so I've had I I never played the original other than like briefly in like somebody's house or something like that when I was a kid. But then the 3DS game was a comeback, Dark Moon. That game rules. Mm. Uh, and this has the same developer, and it's like the same exact structure or whatever. It's a really neat franchise. It's a really unique franchise. And yes, three I think. I had some issues with it because there's some so many times in that game where I'm like, I literally don't know what I'm supposed to do. Mm. Even though it's like kind of a baby game in some ways, it's often very like non mm. not obvious what you're supposed to do. And there's a couple of bosses later on that are like fucked in terms of just like this really? is so frustrating to control. Um because it's like, oh, you're multitasking, you're like sucking something up and trying to and, and like he it's a good a dodge game, he does need Sorry? a dodge. I think he needs a dodge in the boss fights, I thought. Something like that. But anyway, but yeah. like cool Eternal. art design, like <laughs> funny game. Uh, what do you think? I'm interested <laughs> because it's like it doesn't seem Sorry, like... you like set up for me then. I was like, uh-huh. Um I'm just I'm just like I'm <laughs> interested because it's like it's such a unique game that it is, it's hard to yeah. compare it to other things where it's like it is very slow. It is very it's not hard. It's kind of but like a... it's cute and fun and like it's fun to explore and like I think that game is way too long, um, the third one compared to the second one, mm. um, but yeah, the, the, it has a ton of charm. I think. Yeah, I so the first time I this I picked it up again, I was like four hours in from when I first bought it, like last year or well, two years ago, I don't know, um, and I just remember like the first time I played it, I was just absolutely bowled over by the opening cutscene. I thought it was just fantastic storytelling what's coming out of my mouth right now but no honestly like i was just like wow it's so charming because they're doing that um it's like very kind of high production value cutscenes and stuff but they're doing that kind of 
thing where like, they never say anything like Luigi and Mario and Princess Peach and shit like they don't actually really ever say words so it's got that kind of uh, classical animation feel to it where everything is dictated by expression and oh yeah you know, the, the character's yeah. movement and like the camera and it's like oh the first time you introduce to Luigi when they're going to the hotel um, is like it's like a camp the camera pans from from Mario and, and Peach the normies back to the back of the bus and Luigi's just like sleeping you know and it's just it's got so this kind of like and, scared. And, and the game's like yeah this is you this time the, you're you're this fucking loser yeah, enjoy fucking beta bitch <laughs> <laughs> and he's like a little he's like a little pussy isn't he that's the whole kind of conceit of the game but everyone else gets gets turned into a painting so it's up to yeah. Luigi to to suck up the ghosts. So who's shit. the real beta here? Mario gets fucking wrecked immediately, <laughs> captured, and now it comes down to the pussy. <laughs> the game's got this kind of like really cute diorama feel to it, where yeah, you're always kind of looking at the hotel and 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 the the rooms from the side, like a dollhouse, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a dollhouse, yeah. I can see how this worked really well on 3DS. Um and what's kind of what's kind of sets it apart is obviously it's not a platform, it's not really a combat game even though you're sucking up ghosts in like a ghostbuster style. It's it's more like a a little bit like adventure point and clicky in a sense, so there's no obviously sure. that's not the mechanism. Puzzle thing and your main method of interaction is the suck gun. And, wow, these uh, games have a lot in common that the last two games are talking about. It's like yeah. <laughs> two games without a real genre, but you suck you suck things up. And what Luigi mentioned does really well is it quickly kind of demonstrates how versatile the sucking is. Um and it really wants to kind of show off how sick like the physics are and, and, and kind of how everything's just very interactive and has a kind of there's a great sense of visual feedback. There's a great sense of feedback as a player in terms of like the controls. Um, yeah. And, and they're just like, the rooms are fucking stuffed with shit. Almost it's like crazy. too much yeah, stuff. Yeah, like you vacuum, it's like chaos. It's like, it's fucking, like fucking chaos, man. Like uh, tablecloths are being fucking swept in. Coins are coming out of every corner. Mm. Like, and you can like, blow forward with the vacuum and like knock things over and things like that it's like wonderfully animated it's like mm. and it has kind of a like a, a look like the uh resident evil one remake back in the day. it's like a uh weirdly like kind of realistic vibe to the to the uh mansion mm. um i guess it's a hotel in this case and like but then the very cartoonish character models and things like that and the the ghosts and it's like it's a really fun vibe. It's like it reminds you of like the Disneyland haunted mansion. Like it's spooky, yeah. but it's not actually scary. It's fun, yeah. like kind of vibe yeah. um, that like kids would obviously love. But it's like it's also just very charming. It's like it doesn't feel easy because it's not really. It doesn't really have the thing of like oh the combat is very easy or the um, platforming is really easy because it's like it doesn't really fit into either of those categories. It's just yeah, it's more about exploring and finding things and moving around the space so it never feels like you're being under you know uh, it's like underwhelming in that sense yeah and there is no you get that uh scientist ghost fella 
um, gets introduced these from like the first game and kind of like explains how Luigi gets another vacuum gun, even though he's meant to be on holiday. Like, what the fuck? So he gets this vacuum yeah. gun from um, the scientist dude. And early on, you get like a virtual boy thing. And he's like, Alt, if you're ever stuck, just call me and I'll help you, right? You call him, he does fuck all, man. Like, <laughs> any time you call him, he's like, did you know that you can open doors? Bye. Like, that's yeah, it. Useless, and, yeah. <laughs> and yet there is no, if you think of, like, um, Navi from Zelda or anything like that, yeah. there really is no person that you can talk to when you're stuck. And the game does never really has. I maybe I should pull suck this lever or something. It never does that ever. It's all about like you basically have to. And I guess this is somewhat of a weakness of the game is that if you're stuck, you basically have to like legitimately hoover the room. <laughs> like yeah, you just clear the whole suck, fucking thing. Yeah, clear the whole yeah. fucking room. And just flash uh, your flashlight flash like a your maniac. Fla- you just, of- <laughs> yeah, just like suck everything with your vacuum, blow everything. And just wait for something to happen. Yeah. And it's like, that's why I think I did get not... It's a hard game to put down in the middle of a level or like in between levels. Yes, and that's why like I started you. again. Yeah, I started again because I just didn't know what, what I could do, you know? There's a lot of stuff like late or mid late. I don't know what it is. Like near the end of the game where it's like you're chasing a cat and you see the cat go like, oh, the cat just went to the bottom left of the screen. So I need to follow it. But it's like, if you don't pay attention to that, it's like, and you go back to it, you're like, what am I doing? Like, mm. if you just go at blind in the middle of the game, it's like, not that that's something you should expect any game to, to guide you with, which is like, oh, if you weren't playing it and you hop in the middle of it, you should know what to do. But, um, no, I know exactly yeah, what it, you it, mean. You can, you can get lost, like, pretty easy if you're not aware of the key thing you're looking for or trying to do within a room. Because sometimes it'll just say, like, oh, find this. And it's like, it won't give you any additional feedback on top of that. But it's, it's still fun to find the stuff. Like I don't like I don't want to make it seem like it's so frustrating or whatever. No, no, it's not. And did you know the, the developer's Canadian? Yes. That's so yeah. cool, man. Like it, it's so impressive that it feels like a Nintendo game. It feels you could you could not maybe the only thing that doesn't feel Nintendo is like the menus. I don't know why. The menus feel kind of junk to me. But yeah. everything else, like you could not if you put this in front of someone. I mean, the average person wouldn't give a shit. Like, you know, it's like indistinguishable. Like, it has everything yeah, about it. Yeah, the Nintendo it, Sheen. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's got the Sheen. In fact, I'd say this is the best looking Switch game, in my opinion. That's um, gorgeous. Yeah. Like, Odyssey's really pretty, but kind of like low resolution and stuff. Um, yeah. It's you like, know what they're working on next, by the way? No. So they've made like Luigi's Mansion 2. They made a bunch of like shitty ports earlier on, but they made Luigi's Mansion 2. Oh, Mario Strikers. Mario Strikers is the next thing they're making. So, Oh, they actually made the original Mario, Mario Strikers as well. Did they? Yeah. They did. Oh, you're right. Oh, I thought they'd fix the series, but alas. God, I forgot they've been working with Nintendo that, that long. Yeah, they've made all the strikers games so yeah they're, they're what a weird little developer for nintendo because yeah, i think they, they bought them recently too right? yeah last year they bought them finally um which is really nice man like 100 employees you know 
Nintendo don't really buy anyone, do they? Like, no. unless you fit into the company culture. So it's really cool, man. I think they're a great de- developer. I think I'm like probably like three hours in. I'm at the medieval bit. Um, oh, that's fun. Yeah. At this point, it's like, eh, it, it's ain't in a hotel. <laughs> I know. It's like, fucking, what kind of fucking hotel is this? Yeah. Uh, but it, I really it's like, like the, a, yeah. So like a theme park. It's more like a theme park. It's, vibe yeah, exactly. Than, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so phone, switches, phone. Um, I, the reason I have had an off and on relationship with the Switch is just the fucking Joy-Cons. Like, it really pissed me off. The drift, I think, is absolutely unforgivable. Like, it's what awful. the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck that all of their controllers will ultimately break? Like, every single Switch controller that isn't the Pro will fucking break. Yes. So, so they've not fixed it in, what, five years? Um, and They're, they're sick. They're sick. They're twisted sick, company. twisted. And they're so sick and twisted that they went on to fucking release a Switch that is handheld only. Where you cannot detach you the cannot Joy-Cons. Yeah, what the fuck, fuck, man? Like, I remember when that came out, I was like, oh, that'd be fun to have. And I'm like, no. Oh, wait. If it breaks, you're done. <laughs> you're fucking done? Um, it's weird that the Switch seems like it even works in the first place. Because it's like, too many fucking odds and ends of, of anything. Like, for like to trust Nintendo's build quality on some of this <laughs> stuff. Because it's like, oh, you're putting this thing into a dock. And then, like putting these two pieces of plastic on the side it doesn't feel that rate like like what's the word like just like creaky or whatever like you'd expect it to be way less stable than it actually is when you it's put pretty the slick on. it's pretty slick like everything about the system is great but i mean i think the operating system i remember when i got mine i got mine like as a gift and when odyssey came out i remember just thinking oh they'll add music soon uh, <laughs> they never no. added music to anything, which is a shame. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> but um, they just make so much money. Also, did you know they delayed Advance Wars? The Advance because Wars of the because, war. Of, because yeah. of the war. Because of the war. Yeah. Weird. That was a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was gonna say that really like pissed me off because I like to play it on like I played Breath of the Wild entirely handheld, and. For about Same. two years, like, no exaggeration. I just didn't know where the fuck anything was of, of my Switch. I didn't know where the hub thing was. I didn't know where the charger was. I didn't know where the Joy-Cons were. Really? Yeah. You said the plug like, in the thing. Because yeah. I just lose stuff. So it just was in the corner of my room like, for fucking ages. And, and then every time I thought about it, I was like, oh, they don't fucking work. So... And then eventually I got a pro controller and a, a third-party um, Joy-Con things, but they don't have HD Rumble, man. I don't have yeah, HD nice. Rumble. Anyway, I'm playing this on my t- TV, and and I think it's the best way to use the Switch. Just forget, forget the handheld oh, dream. I like playing it in handheld. But like, it's fun. Imagine in in five or ten years. Because I just bought a th- another 3DS, right? Because I gave my last one away. And I want to play the other Kirby's. I just got, like, another 3DS. And I was just thinking, like, you bought a Switch. There's so many of them, right? Like, in five to ten years, they're all going to be fucking broken. 
I know. Yeah. Like, what the? F- that's mad. Like, unopened Joy Cons will be like five thousand dollars on the black market. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Ugh. Yeah. They're they're really it's it's they're a twisted company that that like <laughs> it's so weird how Nintendo has this overlap with like scarcity market shit with like sneakers oh, and good. like like uh, Louis bags and things like that where it's like oh you have an old console it's like you gotta keep it in mint condition and things like that or else like it's spooky um, yeah all switches are gonna be in the in the dump in ten years I think the next switch which please God release soon. <laughs> Because this shit's old, man. <laughs> like, Kirby's like. I don't know. I love how they like fucking ported the Mario Kart levels from the mobile game. Into the <laughs> Mario Kart Eight, a ten-year-old game. Kirby's like thirty frames per second. That took a fucking while to get used to. Jesus, and it's not even locked. And I'm just thinking, Odyssey launched at sixty, like nearly was nearly a launch game at sixty frames. How the fuck is Kirby 30? I don't know, man. And I think I it's because... Know. I think they've done it because it's probably like 50 unlocked or even 60. But the potential for like all those powers during the boss fights to go off would just tank it because of all the uh, processing effects of like fire and ice and stuff. I think that's what it is. But it just feels like... That's another thing about Kirby. It's just, just never felt super tight because it was... There's just a bit of input lag, not to be like a fucking nerd, but I could just feel the input lag the entire time because it was 30 frames. So, yeah, please release Switch 2 and then fix the fucking Joy-Con drift and then you've got, like, a goat. Just fix the drift. Fix it. They heard you. Let's see what they do. Ball's in your court, Nintendo. Let me tell you what bugs me about human undertakings. I've never been the human in question. Have you? Mankind went to the moon. I don't even know where Grimsby is. Land on your own moon. It's no longer about what they can achieve out there in your behalf, but what we can experience up here in our own time. It's called mental wealth. Um, one more thing we'll talk about before we leave and mm. record again in three months is, mm. you know, you were talking up Game Pass for uh, yeah. ever. You got me all hot and bothered, ready to jump into the Series X and just be bowled over. It's all right. It hasn't changed my life yet. Um, it's cool. I like that I don't have to buy any games, basically. Like, that's good. <laughs> I've not played Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever came out last month. But, you know, it's a good value. So Sony, in a desperation move, after (laughs) Halo Infinite swept the world with its infinite content, um, they've announced new tiers to PlayStation Plus to directly combat uh, Game Pass. So do you want to walk through these tiers right now? I'm just Googling it because I just realized there's no way I'm going to remember what was announced because no it's like the names are so stupid it's like like the the whole yeah i have i have it in front of me but um so playstation plus the way it is now you pay 60 dollars us a year or 50 pounds uh is it 50 pounds yeah a year 
I'm still a mug like... and I pay I pay monthly because I'm absolutely that's insane. Busy. I know. Um, you can you basically Dorm. get online play. You get uh two free games every month, and you know some exclusive discounts on on uh on the the shop, but. There's nothing. Yeah, that's it. So you get like one or two free games a month. Usually they've been shit recently, to be honest. <laughs> like it'll usually be like SpongeBob. Sometimes there'll be something good, and it'll be like oh, Control PS5, and I play that. I'm like, this game fucking rules. Or it'll be something fun like Rocket League or Oh my, um, my come on, Rocket League was like three years ago. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying like way in the like the whole scope of it, like Fall Guys, something that's like in the zeitgeist. Oh yeah, it's that true. They're yeah, like deliberately true. trying to kick off. Yeah. Most of the time, though, recently it's been like a single-player mid-level game from like two years ago, and like some huge online hundred versus hundred dog shit game <laughs> that sucks. Hell, what is it called? That World War Two game or World War One game? Oh, yeah, it's meant to be decent. Thought uh, I know we fun. played it, but it's not. It's yeah, it's too. It's too hard. Yeah, it's like it was like it's just stuff like that. It'll be like, oh, this. It's new, like naff like, shit. It's like naff in it. It's like all of it's just naff. I don't know how else to describe it because there's a whole range of stuff. But you just look at it now and you're just like, they're naff games. <laughs> they're games that I'd never buy, even if they're good. Although, just to shout before you move on, like Slave the Spire is in no, there's been good stuff there's been good stuff for sure like i, I i'm probably yeah. just forgetting all the good stuff or like i had already played it by the time they came out on uh yeah. playstation plus but like yeah it's 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 usually disappointing like i haven't even like i haven't even looked up what was like spongebob came out this year yeah it's like spongebob remastered or whatever and it's like yeah all that <laughs> stuff is like fine it's just you know comparing it to game pass it's a little goofy because game pass is like you get everything day one so they're not introducing a new thing for that sadly so what they're doing is something called playstation plus extra so that's the next tier up which is a hundred dollars us a year and 84 pounds a year oh. so it's like everything with that that playstation plus essential tier plus a catalog of up to 400 of the most enjoyable ps4 the PS5 most enjoyable games. the most enjoyable so no last guardian am i right <laughs> oh. lol lol got him <laughs> um no but uh so i think that'll be like basically a, a expanded version of what they have now with like the playstation classics they have for ps5 users oh wait uh, wait wait get... i need to jump in we need to mention that playstation now that shitty ass streaming thing that does have downloadable playstation 4 games is being rolled into this yes and the reason that i mention that is because i think that's what this is I think it, they don't say, but they don't mention PlayStation now because it's a flop. But the entire yeah, I think idea. This is streaming though, I think this is like you download them though. But you can download a ton of PlayStation Four games on PlayStation now. Oh, can you? Maybe not that many, um, but I, I do think they're expanding it. But I, I do think that this tier is is that expanded. It's like that library with more things to download. Maybe they're gonna put a bit more funding into into getting games but they're going to be older games like that's kind of the idea although sorry do you want to continue because they announced yeah, the so panel. yeah so like it, it'll be a little more recent stuff it's not gonna be the same thing as like the classic ps4 games like it's so it's it's not just gonna be like god of war but it's gonna be like 
Returnal. I'm trying to think of other ones that were mentioned, but there's like, it's like oh, they said like Death Stranding, God of War, Spider Man, Miles that's Morales, cool. Returnal. Cool. So it's like, yeah, like most of the stuff that's pretty recent. Um, and I like, does, sorry, just does, again. There, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. I'm um, so um, sir, um, <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting that they they announced Returnal and not Demon Souls. They announced Miles Morales and and not Demon Souls. I'm like, what's all that yeah. about, man? You're yeah, still, you're still being a bit of a cunt. Like, yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's like, so there's no compared to Game Pass, there's no day one releases for like whatever. Horizon Two is not going to be on here, um, but I'm I'm assuming it's like, oh, after like six months, maybe they'll be on here, or like maybe like mm-hmm. you know when applicable, uh, or like. Same thing for like Last of Us Two, maybe might, might be on here and things like that. But like, mm. so nothing brand new is going to be on here, so you won't see God of War Two or what else is even coming out? What am I thinking of? Oh, or like Spider Man Two or whatever, mm. like Day One. But you know, they have a really amazing backlog compared to the to Xbox, no matter what. So it's like, so yeah. those that's pretty impressive. It's an improvement. I think for like not that much more money, it's like that's okay, that's acceptable. Yeah. And then there's one tier above right. called PlayStation Plus Premium. So where it gets interesting because that, that essential tier that you just mentioned is the price of Game Pass. So that's this is more than Game Pass, this next tier. Yes. But go on. So you get the 400 PS4 and PS5 games, whatever they are. And then up to 340 additional games with premium from PS1, PS2, and PSP. For download, yes. and then weirdly, PS3 yes, available via cloud streaming. So they have not figured out how to emulate PS3 games for download on PS5 and PS4, which is crazy. Do you think it might be a limitation of the PS4, maybe, or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting. That's actually quite interesting. Think about that. Like, and maybe I mean, it's that, possible on PS5. I don't know, but that shit is from PS now as well. Like they split yes. it. I think. Like, yeah, you could um, not download PS3 games on PS3. Yeah, no, it had that big library, and oh man, it was it was painful. Um, See, it sucks. Like it sucks that they, it sucked. The PS3 thing sucks, like because this was their opportunity to to fix that, and they've been like, nah, fuck it. Because I will say, and we've talked about this, there's not that many PS3 games. No, no, there that isn't. Not remade. I would not use it. I'm gonna be honest. Like maybe I play MGS4. I wouldn't That's use the it one, yeah. personally, but for Sony to basically confirm that that shit is now forever. It's it's up to the hobbyists because you know a fat PS3. I know there's loads of the consoles out there, but like a fat PS3 is like a second time bomb. And yes, then you got the other two. You got the shock. That's like running on fumes which they they desperately just want to chop its head off and just be done with it you know it's just bad for preservation like it's just shit here's the thing that's interesting though is like it's like so a lot of those games did get remade from that generation like last of us yes or whatever or like gta but there's a ton of like i was mostly thinking about exclusives like oh there's not a ton of good exclusives from that generation right there's not but I keep on forgetting, like, oh, yeah, that also includes, like, all the 360 games I played on my 360 in that generation, like Portal 2, mm-hmm. um, 
Mass Effect, whatever, Uncharted 2. Oh, Uncharted 2, they remade. That's another one. Like Bioshock, whatever, anything like that, where it's like, oh, like, if you want to play Dead Rising or... Get an uh, Xbox. Dead Space or whatever it is. It's like, you're if that's the case, like, that does suck. Because there is a ton of multi, multi-platform games from that generation that are totally. wicked. Yeah. Literally, thank fuck for Microsoft. I, I say that. I know it sounds like slobbering. But you can play Dead Space 2. It's like 60 frames on an Xbox. That's fucking yeah. sick. Like, yeah, that's great. And if they didn't do that because they were absolutely like destroyed last generation, if they weren't forced into that position and they'd done reasonably well, we'd just not have access to those games in any kind of, you know... Yeah. Um, Reasonable form and and well, you love have, competition. You love the free market. Uh, <laughs> well, having I went back to the PlayStation Three. This must have been after the last podcast, and I played Ratchet HD, Ratchet One to Three HD, because they are not available. Period on anything um, after the PS Three. So, because they're like they did like really weird tech shit in those games, Insomniac, and. Um, the console is horrible to I'm use. Saying. It's horrible. So that sucks. Like that's a horrible, yeah, huge console. Like this fucking sucks. Anyway, but three hundred forty games is cool. Like let's say if it's like, it's interesting. That actually doesn't seem like that. Man- like it, it is a lot. But I'm saying like, I guess you could mm. take like if you took a hundred games from PS One, hundred games from PS Two, hundred games. It's from not PS3. a lot. Like, it's not a yeah. lot, man, because they had a lot of PS3 games on now, and I, I'd say that's like 70% of that number will be PS3 games, so cause there's a lot of shit on there. So, like... Yeah, I'm interested to see, like, what do they actually bring to PS... Like, from like if they brought, like, all the top fucking 100 PS2 games, like, that's sick. Because it's, like, that's an insane library of, like, oh, you can play Shadow of the Colossus. Well, uh, that's what I'm concerned about. It's like, oh, you can't play Shadow of the Colossus PS2 in an upgraded way. You can mm-hmm. only play... The remake or like whatever it is you know what i mean like I, I hope there is availability to play like oh you can play silent hill 2 oh you see this of, is the thing yeah like the reason i think they've stayed away from this entire thing is because uh when everyone was doing the retro releases in the ps3 generation where you could buy a ps1 game whatever they would have to obviously they'd have to license it they'd have to go to the the publisher get the rights to license. The publisher would actually want to have to do it as well. Um, and then sign an agreement with them. And then in some ways, in some respects for certain games, although they had a, a general emulator that they could like use, they would have to tweak it and play through the entire thing and look for bugs and, and you know, fix shit and, and be like, oh, actually, this doesn't work, which has happened with the Xbox backwards compatibility thing that, you know, they get to the end of the game and be like, this doesn't work. We've agreed everything, but it just, it just crashes. So we can't release it. So they don't want to do that because they can't be fucking arsed. Now that they're doing it, like it makes me think that those like PlayStation 1, 2 and PSP are going to be a very select curated essentials list. And they're not going to bother with Shadow of the Colossus. They're not going to bother with any of that shit. You're going to get, like, yeah. God of War 2 <laughs> or yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, which is a great game. And for PlayStation, you're going to get, like, I don't know, Wipeout, or so, just, which is also not playable anymore. They took that off the um, PlayStation 3 store. So it's, this is really good. Like, I love that shit. I fucking love going back to old games. Like, this is a huge improvement for what they're offering. And like you said, their library destroys the Xbox one, like their old library. But I'm just like, I'm just waiting, man, because they've yet to show any I'm so sc- effort I, with so, it. It's going to be so funny when it launches. It's like, like it's gonna, either way, it's like either going to be like, yes, they got it. They did. Or like, what the fuck? Why is like, well, something, no matter what, people are going to be freaks about it. And like, why is this not on here? Why is Ape Escape not on it? Whatever it is. Ape like, Escape has to be on there. Or like per- <laughs> Parappa the Rapper, or whatever it is. Um... Hey, so th- th- another interesting thing is I have Vape Escape 2. From, it was released as a PS2 Classic on PS4. And if you boot it up on the PS5, it like, looks like your PS5 dying. Like, I'm not joking. <laughs> There's like graphical like glitches and popping, and it's horrible. Um, So uh, the other thing I was going to say was when they all did that, like Virtual Console, Nintendo, and ps1 classics and that generation they didn't sell no one bought them and that's why it went away like they kind of just stopped um yeah and the only reason that microsoft did it was because they didn't have any first party games that's all they had was like backwards compatibility so they're only doing this because of game pass i think anyone that says this has got nothing to do with game the fucking lion Like I've seen him, <laughs> like they can't do that. They're not, they're not scared of the camp. It's, it's absolutely, they're just fleshing out the value, uh, sort of like the impression of value with the with the subscription with PlayStation Plus, and that's why it makes me think that shit's like an afterthought. Maybe I'm being cynical. But, like, the fact that they've thrown the PS3 streaming shit into the highest tier, I'm just like, that's like, I could, you, I wouldn't play that shit for free. You fucking joking. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, here's the thing like, every one time, like, one of these services comes up, I'm like, fuck yeah, that'd be awesome to play all these old games. But, like, in like a lot of the cases for like Nintendo stuff, I have the old consoles and I'd rather play it on the old hardware because I'm a little fucking snob. But, um this is a little more interesting because it's like unless you were a freak as a kid and if you're in your early 30s late 20s um there's so many games that you missed in the ps2 ps1 generation that are like oh this would be so fun to play now and like it's hard to get now and like the cost of the retro game would be so expensive mm-hmm. like that's the same case for the nintendo stuff but it's like i have it i have to ha- happen to have it in that case but like there's a ton of opportunity here for people to like discover things for the first time um versus like i think with game pass it's really cool that they have like yeah you know, like dead space 2 and things like that on there but for the most part it's like mostly stuff from the late 2000s plus like oh halo <laughs> like you know what i mean or like mm. fusion frenzy like but they, know, just... they also have dungeons and dragons um mysteria beat em up arcade release from like oh that's cool. xbox live arcade they have a couple that I do like that the Xbox one. You're right that they have mainly the ones you'd expect, but there's a couple of ones in there that I'm just thinking, whoever got that greenlit in the backwards compatibility yeah. team was a fan because no one asked for that shit. 
And obviously, yeah, I, it's not to say there's no nostalgia for it at all either. No. Like, you know, something even something like oh, Crimson Skies is on there. Like that's cool. <laughs> like I play that game. That's a fun game. Um, I would just like I don't know. It just there's so much. There's such a barrier, I think, to playing those PS2 games. Is all I mean. PS2 to... in particular, yeah. I think PS1 is kind of so easy to emulate now. Yes, you can actually emulate it on a place uh, on an Xbox Series X, but uh, yeah, um, PS2 is like in that shitty little fucking just pain in the ass in every single way. Even that I've seen the emulating, like I've seen those games emulated, and they're just not right, man. Like, it's not the same. And then if you hook one up to a genuine PS2 up to a HDTV, you just get, like, insane input lag. And then you've got to buy, like, a fucking, like, HDMI to component yeah. receiver that's, like, 100 quid because it doesn't have input. It's just... And then they look like shit. Yes. So Here's what I'm hoping, though, with this as well. There's been such a uptick in recent years of, like, remakes of old games. And it's like, not to say that if they didn't make those, they'd be making brilliant new games. But if this kind of slows down that trend a bit, that'd be great, in my opinion. Mm. If it's like, if access to all these old games means that like we don't get a fucking remaster of like, like the whole rumor about them making remaking Last of Us 1 is so weird to me. And I don't even think it's a rumor. I think it's just happening. Like a Naughty Dog is making yeah. it apparently. Like, yeah. I just, I don't understand. The game is like not that old. It hasn't aged that much. Like... I don't it's know. bizarre. It's so bizarre. It's very bizarre. And like Demon's Souls, I guess was like it was more like unique because it's like, oh, this is like a classic game already, and like this is just a a tech show off type of thing. Like I appreciated that, but in general, I think they're pretty useless. And the fact that like, oh, the Uncharted collection, like fucking a year after the last one came out, it's like that's so weird to me. Like I don't know. Mm. No, totally. It's funny because um, one of the most sort of uh, surprising things about when you look back at, at remakes as um the resident evil remake which i think is around six or seven years between the ps1 version and the gamecube remake yes and they look obviously night and day yes and obviously with the, the diminishing returns of technology and stuff the last of us on For playstation sure. 4 which came out in what 2013 which is like nine years ago it's just perfectly playable Yes. Um, the reason they're doing that, I don't know. I think it's, yeah, I think it's morally and creatively bankrupt. I think it's disgusting. Not that really. it's, <laughs> no, it's fine. Like, It'll be cool, but I just don't want to fucking nah. That's yeah, cool. I don't get it. Maybe they'll do the right thing and bring Joel back to life by remaking. Two. <laughs> That'd be so funny if they announced the two, re, like a two remaster, and people start rumoring like, they oh, they the absolutely story? would. They absolutely <laughs> would. <laughs> That would be so fucking funny. And then they do it. It's like he grabs the golf club from her hand. Because like, like, oh, Dr- Druckmann's only consultant on this project because he's actually directing another game. It's like they moved him off it because they wanted to change the story. <laughs> I heard he's. Re- I heard right now The Last of Us remake. They're killing Joel in the original now. <laughs> um, and he gets killed by a woman or whatever it is. Um, they snuck in more agenda into that game. Um, that'd be really funny. But anyway, but... Um, but yeah, like I, I think it's silly to remake. I would like to. I just want to play old games, and like that's why, like you know, next time we talk, I'll have. I'm about to dabble in some. Yeah. Game Boy through PS1 emulation, like so. We'll see. What's, What's this called about? again? You, you, you got, you got a 
One of those like obvious yeah. handheld things. An Ambernick three five one RG three five one P. Ambernick. Oh yeah. Ambernick. I don't even know. But it's like looks like a switch. Fun. It does. Um, it's very cute. I haven't been able to play it yet, but I'm I'm excited and like this podcast will be completely inaccessible to people once we start talking about like, hey, have you played Minish Cap or whatever? Recently? Um. That'll be fun. I'm, I I want to play like there's a. I, I was looking at my old retro library a lot recently, and like I have stuff with Game Boy and everything. Every Nintendo thing since SNES, I basically have like a ton of like essential games. But then for Game Boy Advance, I don't have anything. Like I don't know what it was. I don't know what the fuck I was doing that generation playing like, you know, everything or nothing and like NHL two thousand three <laughs> and like didn't even bother getting anything good. Um, I love yeah. I love the Game Boy Advance one. It's a great system. Yeah, the only cool thing I have is like WarioWare and WarioWare Twisted, which are apparently worth an insane amount of money. Yeah. Um, Even back when I was 21 or something, like 10 years ago, you could not buy a Game Boy Advance cartridge off the internet. Like, don't do that shit because there were so many fakes and you couldn't tell if something was a fake. If they'd done the label well, you couldn't tell it was a fake unless you like looked at it from like, the bottom so and obviously like with covid the the just the retro market around nintendo in general has just completely exploded so that like playing them physically is just not really something that i mean imagine trying to get like drill dozer like physically although like resetera would tell you that was like you should do that and if you don't do that you should go to prison but, yeah. <laughs> but Drill Dozer was a was game a game was developed by Game Freak, the Pokemon developer, and it's this really cute, like amazing sprite work, like innovative two D platformer thing, and there was so many shit like the sprites in that generation, like a handheld, with like the SNES ports and uh, and all and Astro Boy, um, Astro Boy is the anime anime guy. It's Astro Boy. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, not Astro Bot. Ah. Uh, Astro Boy. What is that game called? That treasure game for, for Game Boy. Oh, Mega sick. Factor. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, like I always that. want to like, play that. Yeah, I want to play that. Yeah. Success them. So, yeah, we'll have plenty so to talk about sp- next time. So, just, just quickly, I just... I've been talking over you all this entire episode, the amount of editing I'm going to have to do because I keep talking over you. I'm sorry. No, leave it all in. Okay. I was, I was just going to ask, just before we finish, what what you can play PlayStation 1 games on this as well. Yes. Cool. Bye. PlayStation 1, <laughs> 2, <laughs> one, two stream PS3, and then PSP. Wait, Can't I'm wait ta- to play... Wait, you're talking about the handheld? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, I thought you, were, I thought you went back all the way to... Nah, uh, I'm not that no, fucked no. up. Oh, no, I, I was like, you're way all over the place. No, um, <laughs> you can play up to PS1. So the newer models, you can play, like, they do have N64 emulation. I think this one does not reach that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there might be some struggles with some PS1 games. But yeah, I think I can do a PS1 as well, especially, like, 2D games, I think, totally fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, I'm not really that super interested in doing that on handheld. I really just want to play um everything before that but it'll be fun yeah sounds sick i'm 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 very interested in in what you what you think yeah they're super it's super cheap so i'll let you know if it's good and yeah we'll we'll dish about it soon 
But uh, thank you everyone for listening. We yeah, was, are not interested good. in the status quo. We don't care about Elden Ring. We don't care about... This is even out now. Horizon 2. We're not fucking touching that with a 10-foot pole. No. I give uh, Elden Ring a 6 and Kirby a 7. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, I'm joking. Uh, no, but... Um, what is coming? What's like the next big release? I'm trying to think of like what is like the next major megaton mm. release. Um, well, we had Final Fantasy Origins, Strangers of Paradise. Um, I'm not sure anything's bigger than that. Oh, I got it. Nintendo Switch Sports is coming uh, out yeah. in two weeks. With those That'll be fun, but I'm not buying any more controllers. So they can yes. fuck off. It is still weird that they're doing the Wii shit. I don't know. Anyways. Um, it's a bit weird, yeah. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe. Smash yeah. that like button. <laughs> um, we'll see you soon. Bye.